friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 265 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, we're talking about clearing out space and making room. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. So today's episode might sound a little different, just literally like sound physically, audibly a little bit different. And that's actually what inspired this episode. So I actually got rid of the futon sofa sleeper thing from Ikea that I have in my office. And this is where I record my podcasts. And it's it's not a huge piece of furniture, but it converts into a double bed. So you can imagine like the size of that. And that actually takes up a lot of the sound. And so if you, for those of you that record podcasts, or you're thinking about recording podcasts, you don't want to be like in a big open room. You get, it's really echoey. So if today's episode sounds a little different, it's because I removed that piece of furniture and I haven't replaced it yet. Uh, and that, so we're getting a little bit more echoey with that. The room is a bit emptier. Uh, but that's actually what inspired this episode. And the whole concept that I really want to chat about today is this idea of clearing out space so that you can make room. I think this is so important in just really any and every facet of life. Uh, I'll steal the quote from that book, what is it, The Millionaire Mi- Secrets of the Millionaire Mindset or The Millionaire Mindset. I always forget the name of it, the, the T. Harv Eker book. Uh, but in it, he says, the universe hates a void. And something about that quote was really stuck with me. And I think it's phenomenal, right? When you create a space, an emptiness, you've seen it probably in your own house, we fill it in with something else. And this is not like, hopefully not turning towards like hoarding, but... When it comes to thinking about that in terms of creativity and creation, that's a great thing. When we remove something, we create space, we create a void, there is room for something new to fill that in. Now, this process is not easy. And, you know, when we go to try and create that void, we will typically, probably, create a million reasons why to not do it, why we should not do it. There's that fear, right? A nervous system always wants to be safe. What's behind us, what's familiar is safe. And so this idea of creating a space, a void, a vacuum, you're like, oh my goodness, like not a vacuum, a void. We're like, we don't know, that's unknown there. So when I come to get rid of this futon, I really have no need for the futon. I use it when guests come over. So I shouldn't say that there's no need, but I could, you know, air mattresses have come a very long way. I think we all kind of think about the old stuff and we're like, oh, well, it's pretty shitty. But air mattresses have come a long way and it would take up less space. I have more room in my office. I could have two desks, desks, right? Like I bought that uplift desk. I love it, by the way. Not sponsored. Paid for that shit myself. Um, I really do love it. I kept my other desk. It's nice to be able to spread out. And, you know, I'm actually very much inspired by my sister, the carpenter mom. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw my stories during Thanksgiving. Just her 
house is amazing and how her brain works. And I was like, I want to do that. And then I realized like very quickly, I can't do that. Like I don't have the brain for that. But I was like, let me get rid of this futon because I actually sent her a picture and I was like, what what can I do in here? And she was like, you probably should get rid of that futon because you can't use that third wall. And I was like, huh. So in going to thinking about getting rid of it, all of a sudden I was like, I had a million reasons not to do it. I was like, how do I get rid of it? And it's where Rupert sits when I'm doing work and I love having him in here. Like all these things just to keep things familiar, to keep things the same because it's safer. And so I wound up putting it on Craigslist. That didn't work out. I didn't even talk about that. But I also listed it on Facebook, whatever, like the, the shopping thing on Facebook. I put it up for free. I was like, I don't need this thing. And it, I got rid of it the next day. Um, it's in great, it was in great condition. It wasn't like anything sketchy. And I actually, pretty sure I bought it used. I'm not pretty sure. I know. I got it used when I first moved here to LA. Um, just had something for the second bedroom. And I was just like, wow. And so I came back into the, the, the office and it was just like, you know, it was a scene straight out of Step Brothers, and I'm like, so much room for activities. And I was like, I got to record a podcast. I was a little bit like, oh, it's going to sound weird, but I'll use that as part of the podcast. Uh, I'll figure that out. I'll, I'll get some sound stuff for this. But in thinking about or in, in experiencing that and just the physical act of experiencing, I think we can think about things. When you actually physically do something, you're like, oh, my God, I have cleared space. I've made space. I've made room for something new and suddenly you're like there's all these possibilities like I couldn't even think in the same way when that when the futon was in there I couldn't see things and just moving it out getting rid of it I was like oh I could do this I could do that now I have to actually do it but the amount of ideas that filled in that space was tremendous I think that's something that we can carry forward into anything and everything that we're doing uh Marlo Fiskin I've been following her lately she's phenomenal right I'm following her on Instagram, and she did a, a story talking about this, uh, and it echoed a sentiment that I had shared earlier as well. Of you know, you have to kind of have you see people with like maybe you personally have done this, this like almost idea hoarding because you're scared that you're not you're gonna run out of ideas. So something comes, and you're like, well, I'm just gonna save it. For, there might be a better day or a better time. Put that shit out. Post it. Share it. Write a write a blog. Or, you know, record a podcast episode. However, whatever it is that you use, to, you know, you do to get that that content out. Because it creates space. And then more ideas, new ideas, a better version of an old idea, or just something you want to say again, will fill it in. Right? The universe hates a void. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read this little excerpt from, you know I love Kathy Sierra. Uh, so she put up a post a while ago. And... You know, talking about kind of this intrinsic motivation, how do we kind of try to restore that in, in horses and really anyone. But to quote her, she wrote, those of us who train in an ecological way seek to restore and preserve the horse's natural desire and ability to move with joyful, expressive purpose. We seek to remove that which restricts the horse's movement motivation rather than to add artificial correctness and I loved this I actually had a, a mafia dinner and used this quote as well and I love this idea of removing things in order to grow in order to create in order to return to perhaps a more natural state a more creative state I absolutely love that I think that all the time you try to like add more we try to incentivize you know more 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 we keep and there's like there's not enough room I think this is something to think about as we move into 2021 
you know, it's, this is going to come out, I don't know, uh, December 17th. We're getting close to the year. It's New Year's resolution time, all that stuff. And whether you're against it or for it, I, I, that's not the, the, what I'm concerned with. The idea here that I want to convey is if you're thinking about goals, there probably isn't room to keep adding things on. What happens if we take something away? What, if, what happens if we have the courage? I'll say that because it, it really is. What happens if we have the courage to take something away, to remove something, to stop doing something? What kind of space and opportunity does that create? That in mind, I actually did a poll yesterday on Instagram. I wish I could do it directly on the podcast, but like that doesn't work. But I did a, a poll on Instagram because I am actually going to clear some space and I'm going to drop down to two long episodes a month. I will still have the weekly short episodes on Thursdays, but moving forward as of 2021, I will only do two long episodes a month as opposed to the weekly long episodes. Um, there's a few reasons for this, namely time. Uh, I love creating these short ones. I got a bunch of feedback from you uh, and... It's not that I don't love the longer ones, but I think my time is perhaps at this point better spent somewhere else. And I, I polled you, hopefully you listening to me are also following me on Instagram and got, you know, had a say in this, but I polled the folks on Instagram. Uh, and the first question I asked was, which episodes, which type of episodes you like the most? The long ones, the short ones, or it depends. 47%, 47 people said the long ones, 92 people said the short ones, and 149 said it depends. So I take from that, I will still do both. Absolutely. I never had it in my mind that I would stop doing the guest episodes, but I will absolutely still do both. You folks said that you wanted that. The next question I asked was, do you find like the frequency with which I uh, produce these and put these out, publish these? Is it overwhelming? Because there's twice a week. Not that you're supposed to listen to everything, but I, I know some people kind of feel like I should and they're trying to keep up and they think it's like a, you know, a serial kind of thing. And my show is very much episodic, like each one just stands alone. But um, even though we had the, and we're going to be wrapping up the State of the Union series, you, you folks realize you can listen to one and it's not like they're going to continue as we go. But 40 people said that it's, that it's a little overwhelming, it's too much. And 263 people said, I eat when I want, aka they consume the content that, that they want, when they want it, how they want it, which is what I'm all about. So I will keep it at... Uh, one long one and one short one, but I'll probably do the long ones on the first and third weeks of the month. Um, even if the week has, even if the month has five weeks, some of them do. I'll keep it at the first and third Monday of the month, and then the thir every Thursday I will still continue to come out with a Thursday shorty. Uh, the next question I asked was, would you be okay if I drop down to two long episodes a month from four? And 256 said, go for it. 27 said, keep all four. And so I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to drop down to two long episodes a month. The final question I asked was, do you prefer Elf or Home Alone? Very important question here. 273 of you said Elf. 180 said Home Alone. Perhaps this is an unpopular opinion. I kind of hate when people say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't like Home Alone. I think it's a terrible movie. Kevin is bad. He's like an annoying little kid. His family is kind of terrible. They're a bunch of brats. I'm like, these 
parents raised a bunch of fucking brats. But also, Kevin is terrible to his mom. And he calls her a dummy at one point. And I'm like, what the hell? Is this the whole movie? Is terrible. Like, it's kind of cool that he, like, does sets these things. It's kind of like a, a, like a real-life game of mousetrap. But it's just like, what is this? And then there's these two grown men terrorizing the child. Uh, I was talking to Abby Halpin about this. And it's like, what the hell is this movie? And why do we like it? I think largely it's nostalgia. Uh, Rachel, if you're listening to this, we've had this discussion. I think it's the same reason that people like Hocus Pocus. And if you've never seen it and you watch it now, you're like, what is this trash? Uh, so I think kind of we hold on to it, not because it's a good movie in any way, shape, or form, but just like we grew up with it, it was fun, and then it was cool, and then like the second one came out, and Talkboy was really cool, but I was just like, this movie's terrible. Elf, on the other hand, phenomenal. Like, let's all get behind that. So, so yeah. But keeping an eye on the time, I will wrap this up in a few, uh, but just to bring us back to the topic of creating space and the value that that brings with it so that you can create something new. It fills in with something new. Uh, I kind of want to challenge you, not kind of, I want to challenge you, if you're listening to this, to think about what you can remove, get rid of, throw out, take away, give away. I actually gave that furniture away. I gave everything away for free. I was like, I don't need, I'm not going to haggle with you over price, just take it. What can you do to clear out space and make room for new? And maybe as it relates to your business, that's actually something quite big. Maybe you take away a day that you see patients and now you're, yes, it is scary. Please make sure that like financially you could do that. But part of what what we tend to see is when people need to get to the next level, it's like those, you know, those ropes courses when you're standing, there's always like one obstacle on those freaking ropes courses where like you have to jump, you have to get off of the, uh, like the thing you're standing on in order to make it to the next. Like usually you can just like reach, reach, reach and you'll be okay. But at some point you get to a part where it's like you have to clear out room. You got to give up what you're currently standing on in order to get to that next thing. And for some of you, that may be where you're at. Maybe you're doing really well. Maybe this year wasn't challenging for you. That's awesome. And this was a good year. I will still challenge you to think about if I'm trying to move forward, if I'm trying to create new things, if I'm trying to grow, instead of adding more, can I take something away to create space, to create that void that we know the universe hates so that it can then be filled in by something All right, officially wrapping it up. Don't forget, moving forward in January, we're only going to have two long episodes. I'll remind you, folks, as we go, but just want to make sure that we got that in there. All right, officially, unofficially wrapping it up. As always, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. You listen, you answered the surveys, just all of you, you are dope. Until next time, friends, maestro, maestro.